and the volunteers each had six rounds of ammunition. So you can see from that, no one was meant to die. This was a very quick operation. That all happens. Um, communications had been isolated. You have the protective party outside. And um, the thing was, is that someone had a whistle. We don't know who had another whistle. And the volunteers heard a whistle blast, run to Tom Ennis and say, we're not ready, we're not ready. He says, get back, prepare the rooms. That caused a delay. Now, in the meantime, Ward had gotten to Dublin Castle, the auxiliaries there, that something was happening in the custom house. So they come down. Now, the one element that Michael Collins really is responsible for is having that protective party too close to the custom house. Oscar Trainer had wanted the volunteers to isolate the barracks at the city. Again, looking back to the attack on the LNWR hotel, that is what happened. Reinforcements could not get into them. Collins said, no, we're having the 1916 again, not going to happen. Have them right on top of the custom house. And that's the one complaint that's levied by those who are there. We were too close to give proper protective cover. The auxiliaries arrive. Um, the volunteers had been told, don't fire on them unless they attack. The, the auxiliaries slow down because they start to see smoke billowing from the window. So one of the volunteers opens fire and then all hell broke loose. A gunfight broke out between those inside, those outside. Um, with the ammunition spent, they had the option of either trying to get out or mixing with the staff. Some took that option to try and get out. James Slattery was one, Sean Doyle was one. As he was darting out, he got fatally wounded. Tom Ennis was the last to leave. He got horrifically wounded. And then the others mixed in with the staff, but unknown to them, you had the, the, the supervisors identifying who was staff and who wasn't. And there is a great photograph of the IRA, basically. You can pick out who's IRA and who's civilian because the IRA have their heads down with their hats, not showing their faces, whereas the civilians are going, look at me, I'm not one of them. Um, now, the thing was, you had 100 plus arrested, five volunteers were killed and unfortunately four civilians tragically lost their lives. And the majority of the volunteers arrested were taken forced to Arbor Hill. There were 12 that were sectioned off, taken away. Um, and that included Ned, Ned Breslin and others that were known to the authorities. They were taken to, to Mount Joy. And after a few weeks, they, after interrogation, the majority of them were taken away to Commander Jail. Now, look in the face of it that the IRA were wiped out. That night, the IRA were back out on the attack carrying on the momentum and letting the British know you may have a hundred of us inside but there's a lot more of us on the outside. So the notion that the IRA were completely destroyed where did that come from at all? Was that just you know free state propaganda or was it just uh, poor historical analysis? I think um, uh, I think it's a bit of both Lorcan. I think the civil war argument comes into this because the year after the operation, there was a mass held for Sean Doyle and it's literally a month before the Civil War broke out. The men, if you look at the accounts of the men who were involved, none of them give out about the Custom House operation. They say it was a success. The only complaint given is that we were too close to give proper protective cover, but that's where Collins came in and, and decided that. Um, I, the Civil War politics, the Dev Collins argument um, and also historical analysis because if you look in the 1940s there are uh, lectures given about the custom house and it's a success Oscar Trainer says it's a success and the big thing that the argument that is put out about it is that the IRA were wiped out a hundred plus were arrested five volunteers lost their lives they lost more volunteers at Clonmult and Dripsy 
in January and February 1921. The IRA had taken part in major big attacks across Barry, 104 men of the West Cork Flying Column. Um, they got out by the skin of their teeth. So big actions weren't unique. Um, and Joseph O'Connor says, the 3rd Battalion, we were ready to go. And if you look at the attacks that take place after the Custom House, nearly every night they were out in force. And although you may not have 30 men, you can have, still have two men using incendiary devices to carry out attacks.